0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW report. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? No purchase necessary, void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Okay, there we go. So, welcome to the brand new Blues Focus podcast. It will be airing every Monday on YouTube and all the major podcast channels. Um, we'll be sparking debate on Twitter as well. Follow us at Blues Focus Pod throughout this week. Get in touch, drop us some questions. We we'll can talk about that next week's one. So the biggest question we have at the minute, lads, is the manager debate. How are we feeling about that?
2: Uh, obviously, I think he hasn't done too bad, but like, <laughs> there's always that hope when you think, oh, we're just six points off the playoffs or something, then we'll go through a bad run and then sliding down the table. Yeah. And then we had that bad run in the winter. So, But I think with the circumstances, he's done OK. But I just hope that we can get someone that's worth him going, sort of thing. Like next season, I hope it's someone that can get us even further on than what we've done this season.
0: Yeah, I agree. I- <laughs> I mean, looking at the squad yesterday, I think if, it's a hard one, really, because whoever comes in next season is going to have a, re, a rebuilding job to do. And I think if we're going to go for a Houston or a Joe Canovich, someone that's a more of an established coach, someone that's been there and done it, are they going to get the funds to... Uh, to be able to um, actually do a good job next season. Um, would we be better off going to someone in the same sort of mould as, as Pep, perhaps? You know, um, Someone that's sort of young, hungry, up and coming, maybe wants to look at the, the younger players a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, it's a really difficult one for the owners, I think. That's,
1: I wouldn't want to make this decision. Yeah, definitely. Well, I noticed something earlier. I saw a post on Twitter that said, comparing it to last year with Gary Monk, we're only two points off. And we've got to consider that's with losing Shay and a whole other variety of changes. Um, I mean, we lost a lot of good loan players last year. We lost Morrison. But to have two points difference isn't bad, considering he's unproven. He's unexperienced at managing. He didn't have the best spell at Oxford. Yeah. So, I mean Taking that into account, you've got to give the man credit for what he's done.
2: Yeah, and I think he's always kept a decent relationship with the fans as well. it's never turned too much against him because he's always been very classy in what he's done. So I'll, I'll thank him for what he's done, really. But uh, just hope that we can build on what we've done. But as you say, it's a, it's a massive rebuild in the summer. But it's a massive decision for the board as well. The next the next manager.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he's done a good job. I think. I think he couldn't have done any more than what he's done this season. Uh, maybe we could have been six points better off with some of the luck we've had. Um, but I, I take the, the blue-tinted glasses off. And we have got lucky in other games. I think Christmas was the, the period which defines Pep's Pep season, really. I think the four or five defeats on the trot, um, the way we didn't see games out against West Brom and Leeds, I think you know it, it could have been looking a little bit different for him. It could have been looking at four or five points off the playoffs right now. So it's a weird, it's a it's a fine line. I,
1: I don't think he's done a bad job at all. Yeah. He's done well. He has for someone that came in and we didn't have high expectations for him at all. But again, we never really do it, Blues. We don't hold anyone that comes in. We're not going to. Yeah, we're getting promoted this year. We're up. We're away, lads. <laughs> I think we came in. We were a little bit wondering, due to his past at Oxford, how are we're going to get on here. But I think for someone to, with what he's had as well. He's had before, God knows how many styles of football we've tried to play this season. I mean, we tried long ball, we tried long ball. I mean, he doesn't really have a set style, does he? So to get where we are now, I'm quite impressed with. You. So I mean, whoever comes in, I'd like to see a more attacking-focused football. What do you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be progressive. Like I think yesterday, obviously, it was probably the right been a bit better on the attack but from next season hopefully we're in a position where we can take the game to anyone wherever we're playing but uh, yeah I just think there's some times where I think we're really holding on to the point uh, and you can see that that was why we were playing but thankfully it worked but we need to start being in a position from next season if we want to get higher up the table where we can just go right we'll play our way whoever we're playing against
0: yeah I agree. Uh, Yesterday's a bit of a a reality check, I think. Like in terms of the the sort of uh, disparity between West Brom and where we're at right now. You know, just look at their bench, and I would say five or six of them were walking our team, first team, and that's the worry. I think. um, I think we we, realistically we need to realise where we're at. I think you know another mid table season next year, not the end of the world if we get the right coach in the right players in don't spend too much because in terms of fpp uh think well ffp sorry um you know we don't want any more trouble in the next two or three years so i think we need to uh, we need to look at um stabilizing the club to be honest
1: yeah well as you mentioned the game yesterday i mean how did we feel about that because i got to say from the moment that we saw when I, I was in pure panic. I didn't expect much after seeing the bench. I mean, one senior player doesn't really fill you with hope. We've been left with big holes all over the pitch. So I get why you we went with the youth, and we've got a lot of injuries with Roberts Pedersen is, I believe, still stuck in Denmark due to the uh, quarantine laws. So I mean, how did you feel yesterday? When could we have done anything better? Could we have maybe switched things up a little bit more?
2: Uh, I think I think we done. Like, we probably could have done better quality-wise on the ball. There's a few, many times where I felt like we were just basically giving it back to them too easy. But in the sense of changing things up, I don't really think there's the options it up because, I mean, otherwise it would have probably meant throwing two, three other inexperienced kids on right into the deep end. So, I think I'm happy with the point and I'd have took it beforehand because, you know, I was looking forward to it coming back until I saw the bench and I was like, well, "Well, we could be in trouble today. Yeah. But... Uh, know, I'll take the point and hopefully we'll play a bit more on the front foot against the next opponents.
0: Yeah, I agree. That was a good performance I thought yesterday. I thought I I expected the worst. I thought if we could get out with a 1-0 or a 2-0 defeat and maybe make a game of it, I thought it would be a positive. I thought in the end the 0-0 was really good considering Camp didn't make a single save. Um, And I thought Dean and Clark Salter were pretty decent at the back. I thought they had good games. I think The full-backs were a little bit out of position at times. But you know what? In terms of the performance today, you can't really gauge anything by it. I think a lot of the games so far since we've come back look like, they look like pre-season games. They look like friendlies. Um, you, you, you only look, have to look at some of the times we, uh, West Brom turned the ball over. There wasn't a lot of sprinting back there wasn't a lot of sort of endeavour to win the ball back unless it was sort of one in sort of just outside of final third. You know, it just had that sort of feel to it, to be honest. So I think the point was positive yesterday. I think it was quite a good performance.
1: Yeah. I mean, going on what you said, yeah, defensively, we looked very good. I mean, one of my worries at the start of the game was where's it left back. I mean, he's a natural Mm. right-sided player. But I've got to say, I think he put a shift in. You say? I think he did quite well, considering he's on his weaker side. Personally, I would have put him at the right and put Colin on the left. I mean, we mm, s- we yeah. finished the season before with that. I mean, how do you feel about Wes?
2: I think I think he'd done better than what I thought he would because this season he has been a bit like, when I've seen him in the team, I'm thinking, oh, we might be a bit exposed there because he's been really inconsistent at times. He's really struggled. Mm. But I think maybe on the ball, he was a bit... He sometimes let himself down, but it's the first game back for a long time. So, I think a few players might do that. But uh, defensively, done everything that was asked of him, really. As you say, like, our defence made sure that Camp didn't really have to do anything. So, they've done the job. they all done the job in the back four, I think, overall.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Well, I thought uh, I thought Wes was really good. Uh, positionally, he was a little bit out of time's. He gave the ball away a couple of times, but you, you can you have to expect that. It, it was like, you know, first game back, he's not going to be. You know, but the one asset he has is his pace. And that, that's the sort of player that we need in our squad. That's the sort of player that we need. Like, he, he can hone the other bits and pieces about his game. You know, he can hone the passing, he can get better at his positional sense. But the pace is a real asset to have in the team, I think, as a fullback. So I, I think he's, he's got a
1: lot of value for the team, to be honest. I mean, attacking-wise, he's not really the player you're going to go to. Defensively, very good. But he doesn't get forward the way Pedersen does, On the, on the the whether it be right-back yeah. or left-back. Colin and Pedersen going forward, they always put in a shift. So And it was a bit surprising, Gary Gardner on the left wing. But looking yeah. at it now, I believe, I think that was to give Wes a bit more help defensively. Because if there's one man you're going to help get to help defensively, Gary Gardner, I mean, he slotted in right as centre-back for us. Was he, I can't remember the game it was against, but he put in a shift there as well. So I think I was a bit shaky about that. I thought we would have gone Bellingham on the left. But then when I think about it, stability wise it helped having him there. Maybe it could give Wes a bit more confidence to move forward and not have to worry so much that it's all on
2: him once they beat the left winger, essentially. Oh, so, yeah, It was purely a defensive decision, wasn't it? To, yeah. to put Gary Gardner there to help Wes out, obviously.
1: Yeah. Especially I mean losing not having Sunjik, Pederson, and Roberts in the team is a big blow. I mean, come the transfer window. I don't know where we're gonna go because there's so many holes that need plugging. It's like how do you, there's only a boat can only have so many holes before it sinks. So I mean, yeah, where do we go from there?
0: I thought I mate. what's a bit like a sieve it, in it at the moment, I think. Yeah. Uh like I say, oh it's a rebuild job next season. Um, yeah, uh, and if Pederson's going to command a fee of six to eight million pounds, I think you're going to have to look at taking it. As the club and the position that they're in at the moment, um, you know, when you've got a good player like Seddon at Portsmouth at the moment, I think you know it's a good opportunity for him to come in and uh, start in the first team next season. But yeah, other positions, big worry.
1: Hogan's not going to come cheap. Yeah, you yeah, know that's definitely, especially coming from those over the way. There's no way we're <laughs> going to get a deal on that at all. It's just not going to happen. So, but well, you, you look in at loads. what we've got in loans. We've got Odin Bailey. He was at Forest Green. What he's put in, every time he came on off the bench for us, he's looked good. He's looked like a bit more experience in the first eleven, and he'll mould around that. He looks like a player we could could come to rely on essentially. And then, as you said, we've got Seddon. So, it's... Whether... Relying... So, carry on. Yeah, That's just how you look at Seddon. That's another player we've got to come in. So, who's been out there getting a bit more match time, getting sharper on the pitch. But it's just whether what we have left to work with come next season.
2: Yeah, the depth is quite a worry, isn't it, really? But I think, I think Pedersen, although he's been a great player for us especially this season I think I could sort of... in a way because Sed- Seddon has been very capable from the bits that I've seen he's went out alone and done very well obviously depth then again would be a problem in left back then if Pedersen mm-hmm. went but I think that's probably the model that we want that we're trying to do though following that that getting someone in for cheap selling a month or more than what we're getting so if that's the case, it, it's working with a few of the players. Sunnic, on the other hand, I don't really want him to go because, again, if Bellingham's going to go as well, there's such a massive lack of quality midfielders on the ball there. And there might be too many players then that we need to replace to really gel for next season. Yeah. It becomes a case of buying too many players in. I mean,
1: two or three players can gel in a pre season. Buying a but essentially a whole new squad, whether it be First team or backups, it's going to take A long time, and really We don't want another season of being bottom half of the table again Because I'm right. sure not one of us like going to St Andrews And coming away <laughs> miserable every week
0: Especially when
1: especially when You've got to travel 400 yeah. mile Round a bit like that I, oh, I thought I had it easy going in a half hour To Cabroid <laughs> <laughs> not too much
0: um, yeah, like I say, it's, it is a worry next season. I think we are looking at having to bring in five, six players minimum. Um, uh, I'd lo- I think next season we're going to have to look at some of the, the younger players. Like I say, we'll just mention Seddon. I think he will be looking at around the first team next season. Hayley will have to be blooded into the first team next season. And they'll have to be given time. Um I don't, if we're going to bring in Jake Clark's to on a permanent, that's going to cost, I don't know what's been touted at the moment, five, six million pounds, if we're lucky, and if he wants to move, uh, I think we're going to have to look around the loan, loan market again next season and hope we don't end up with another Jefferson Montero. <laughs> yeah,
1: the man made of glass. <laughs> I can't remember that time I was so panicky when a player got subbed down. I feel like I may as well leave now, lads. It's just not going anywhere. <laughs> no, nothing's coming from this. But I mean, if you could look at players, so we're looking left side, left midfield, we realistically we don't have anyone. Um, I don't see the coming back. Yeah. Um, and that's all we really have to work with on that left side, and even he's not naturally a left midfielder. So is there any players you think that could come into this blue Bloom, blues team that could we could realistically get, but would would got would slightly imperfect wouldn't take them too much time to
2: jump <laughs> 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 i don't really i don't really know to be honest I, I mean it all depends on one how much how much money we will spend this season and i do, i don't know i don't know anyone that will be on a free agent this summer that will definitely improve us but it might be a case of having to just get Having to get players that might not necessarily improve us just to get the number in. At the minute, we can look for the quality as the window goes on, but we might just need to get a few even backup players straight away. But um, as for naming a specific player, I'm, I don't really have one.
1: It's a bit of a shoestring budget, isn't it? How do you spend nothing? <laughs> That's essentially the question, especially because we breathe in the EFL, Dockers Points. So we've got yeah. to be careful. Especially, we need a new manager. That's going to cost us money. I know. I know. I know. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, there's going to be no
0: FFP next season." But after next season, there is going to be FFP. So, do we want? We can't. You know, we, at the moment, the club are doing all they can to bring the wage bill down, and they have done. We've brought the wage bill down by about ten million a year um, in the last sort of twenty-four months since. Harry, and it's been we can't start going that way again. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, bring Joe Hart in. He's free. Well, he's not free. He's going to be 50, 60 grand a week. He might take buttons and be on 40 grand a week, but we're not in a position to be paying 40 grand a week, not in a million years. So, you know, and he's he's going to be on his last contract. He's not going to come for a year. He wants two, three, three years. That's, uh, that's what he'll want. So, you know, not going to happen. We need yeah. to you know, We need to be looking at lower league players, Younger players Players that we can Bring in Make better Improve And go from there And we need the right Coach to do that Obviously we'll come On to that subject In a a few moments But you know I don't You know I don't know the answers And that's why I'm not the manager So (laughs) Yeah You know We can just sit back And watch and see what happens Yeah
1: I mean When we look at Lower league players Like you said I mean When we've had Oysa Faisal when he came in, I think he showed a lot of promise. Up until that injury, he showed a lot of promise and then just didn't really click after that. But we did get a pretty penny from from Cardiff, which has to show how good Dong is at negotiating. Yeah. Rumoured about three million. I've no idea how he yeah. pulled that out of the bag. Not a clue. Yeah. But yeah. so <laughs> lower league, we can look at that, but which it's just the risk of taking someone that's not proven at this level. I see a little, lot of people mentioning Marcus Madison, but his attitude—that's all I ever read about him. From the it's... Peterborough fans and the Hull fans,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got ability. I think we can all say that he's got ability. But it's like we've had players who have got ability before, but it's the problem is the fact that they're not turning up. That's the issue. Check-in door, uh, not check-in door, um, Keita being the operative man there.
1: can do all the things he want, needs to do on the pitch, but it's showing up consistently. I think that's the yeah. issue. Um, to be fair, we've got a dressing room right now. I think all the players get on well. They seem to gel, they know each other. So you don't want to throw someone in that's going to cause a ruckus essentially and make it a nightmare. And then you're going to have falling outs, poor performances. Is it worth it though to take a hit on a player that could essentially bring something to the table? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I, I
0: think uh, you know he's had he's had opportunities to move Madison, um, and he, I think he thinks he's above his station a little bit. There's no doubt in his quality. I think you know he's obviously he's obviously got ability there. Uh, but, I mean, I've watched some of his games when he went to Hull on loan and I wasn't particularly impressed. Uh, I, I mean, he might be a player that comes in and excites fans, but then it could be one of those that just blows up after 12 months. And do we really need that? Uh, not, I, don't, I don't particularly want to see that. I'd, yeah. just, I'd rather us get in players in the long term that, um, that are going to improve the team in the long term and not, not the short term, really. Um, but, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, if Dom thinks he's worth 20 grand a week, then fair enough, bring him in. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is the man that thought checking Doyle was a good show, so I'm not going <laughs> to trust his opinion. Yeah, yeah it's, I just see him being a player that's more concerned with the idea of being a footballer than actually going out yeah. there week in, week out and delivering. I mean, all yeah, you have I think, to do is, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Like I say, you're right. I think there's a reason why he's been a Peterborough for
0: so long um, and not got his move that he's wanted. So, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not keen personally. I know a lot of Birmingham fans would be keen, but I'm not
2: keen. Yeah. What's your thoughts on him, Dan? Uh, again, it's, it's one that will get bums off seats, but also it could turn so toxic with him as well. It's just that if he doesn't turn up, as always, demanded more than ability. So, if you can't show that, then you just won't tight the crowd won't tight to you, so it'll be a waste of time, really. Yes. I mean, but we as a fan base, we don't ask
1: for much. As long as you come in week out, week in, week out, and play for the shirt, that's all we ever ask. I can I can stomach a three 0 loss if I know every one of them has put shift in on that pitch. But he seems like a kind of player that if a player he needs to track back a little, little bit, he won't even bother. So, as much as I yeah. think he could be good.
2: Just not looking like yeah, but there was a point where, like, when we had Gary Rowett, and when we'd lose, it was like, Well, at least we weren't, we just wasn't good enough on the day. It was never like, I don't think them players are trying. Where we've had since then, we've had quite a few times where we've been like, This team should enough of them players who should be good but don't turn up. We want consistency and ability now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think.
0: I think if we, I've always thought, if we want to get out of this league, we need experience as well as good young players. And we don't have enough, for me, experience, championship experience or that sort of level between the Premier League and the championship that West Brom have. You know, you look at them with Bill, Jake Livermore. I mean, it seems like he's been around for ages. He's only 30 years old. And what a job he does. What a job he does for West Brom. You know, they can literally tip with him sitting in the midfield, we need that sort of experience. I think in our team, uh, you know, not necessarily a player like you say is going to get bums or seats, but a player that's that knows the league inside out um, and can let other players sort of, you know, off the leash a little bit. Yeah. Uh, again, don't know who that is going to be, but you know, it might be worth at the moment looking into the Premier League. And seeing if there's any players that um you know aren't going to be playing for their teams next season that will take a drop.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, for instance, a player like that, we look at Camp. I mean, we give him the biggest stick in the world. Like, I know that ball goes like within five yards of that man, and my heart is beating through my chest. But a lot of the players have said it he, he brings that experience. He's a he's a good man to have in the dressing room. I think sometimes just having a bit more of
2: that around us would spur us on. Yeah, yeah to, I'd I'd yeah. be happy to I'd be happy to have him in the uh, in the changing room next season. Do I think that we'd be able to go up with him in goal? No, because uh, and especially yeah. I don't think I'd want to I don't want to even be in them crunch promotion games and know mm. that we've got to rely on him. But uh, yeah. he's a he's a good character and like it, it'll be good to have around the changing room because I think he I think he loves being at the club.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it'd be a good number two next season, especially if we get a young goalkeeper in. Like, say, you know, this new goal, this this goalkeeper touted at QPR, the young lad that was at Doncaster. If he comes in, Lee would be the perfect number two to have alongside
1: him, the perfect number two. So, I mean, I was thinking with his contract being extended for six months, um, maybe goalkeeping coach options there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we've got a fair few young goalkeepers coming up. Maybe it's have someone there with the experience of going into the hard games. Someone that knows what it's like to get the stick off the fans, but they put it past him, you know. <laughs> I can't be the only one. That penalty shootout against Coventry. <laughs> I mean, the pure fear in my heart was unreal. But so, yeah, experienced championship players probably <laughs> is the way forward. Um, but so, the main yeah. thing. Manager, it's a big. It's going to be a big question for the whole for the rest of the season. I mean, Pep's got eight games left, and surely you think we're looking for his successor right now. So, who would you like to see in the hot seat next season? Mm.
2: Uh, Well, I think the two the two main candidates are the two that I think everyone would really want either Jokanovic or Houghton. but I think either whether it's down to the actual money that we can spend on a manager being not being that high or just the fact that I think it'd be too good to be true I just can't I just can't imagine either of them there so and then after that I looked at the list and I sometimes think well if them two don't come who do I want yeah but like I know that people say Lee Bowyer technically isn't isn't more qualified than Niger Clough. But I, I just don't know what it is about Niger Clough. I just felt when I saw his name I just felt so uninspired. Yeah. I thought okay I've, I've waited I've waited three months for football tour to come back and I'm being met with the words Norja Clough and blues in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: felt the same way. Uh I I'm, again, I'm constantly looking at Skybet, looking at the odds, seeing what's going on. I know it's not a good 100% gauge of what's going on. They don't have a clue what's going on, to be honest. I think it's been about four or five different favourites in the last sort of two weeks, or week and a half or however long it's been since Pet announced he was going to go, but um, I I don't know. It's an intriguing name. I think it's an intriguing name. It I think the problem is he's not got he's not got much experience but what he has done has been pretty impressive I don't think anyone can deny what you know what he has done what he's achieved at Dalton Athletic um he's really uh you know outstanding so uh, I think if it wasn't or Joe Cash, I think he would be my choice um and yeah, see what he can do. He's done. He's done wonders with the young players at Charlton, and they've sold on a couple of players, young players for big fees. So he's obviously he obviously knows what he's doing with younger players and 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 uh, bringing them into the first team and and developing them. So you know he might be able to do the same at Blues. You know, it might be the perfect job for him next season. You know, a slightly um, I don't know I don't know how to describe the board to be honest. I'm just trying <laughs> to be uh politically correct as possible. But you know, a difficult board, um, not a huge amount of money to spend. Um, obviously it's all a, a little bit dependent on what we get for betting. Um, I dare say we'll probably only spend maybe a fraction of that. So you know, if you were Chris Hutton looking at it and you're thinking, well, I could go to Birmingham or I could hang on three or more, three or four months and there'll probably be two or three jobs available in the Premier League. So, you know, you could be looking at a job at Burnley or a job at Southampton or a job at, you know, any club that starts to struggle next season before Christmas. Chris is going to be, you know, in and around that job, isn't he?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was looking at the bets like you were, the uh, betting odds and some of the names that I've read. I mean, Andrea perlo is 66 to 1. I mean, that might be worth a couple of quid.
2: Uh, Robbie Fowler's 8-1. <coughs> some of the names that pop up just surprise me. Yeah, but looking at his celebrations, it looks like we'd been for a good night out if we went up.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> I think he'd fit in well on a broad street night out. So, but it's just mad, some of the names that pop up. Fabio Cannavaro. I mean, I don't know much about his managerial experience. So,
2: actually,
1: it's, it's, you, like, it, you find yourself just like what like dumbfounded <laughs> by the whole situation Mate, 80 to 1 yeah, we can get right. Stephen Gerrard yeah. <laughs> I, would ta- I would take Stephen Gerrard I would yeah. say yeah me too <laughs> you'd just been right. panicking be panicking if he said good. don't
2: let this one slip
1: yeah that. And, you know with Blues that's a saying that's going to happen a lot <laughs> 89th minute there's a corner don't let it slip lads <laughs> next thing you know we're 3-1 down but I mean Players, you want you want to see Houghton, you want to see someone with that experience. I mean, we loved him when he was here last time. And I believe if we didn't have the pressure of Europe that season, he had a capable squad to take us up. I mean, Chris Burke, Redmond, Greg, we were firing on all cylinders. But I think the added games didn't help us. So I'd love to see him come back and have another go, like make up for what he didn't do last time. Cause he, and I'm yeah. sure if I leave a job and I think I could have done that better I'll always want to go back and try it again I mean putting a shelf up the amount of times they fall down just makes me put them back up so you always want to give it a go but it's whether he, with this board he likes to have control over his transfers I just don't see us giving him that free reign
0: That's the problem I think yeah. I think in an ideal world like you say I would I would take Chris Ewing in an ideal world I would love him to come back, finish a job that he started or didn't quite complete last time and uh, get us up, you know, in an ideal world, we'd be spending 20 or 30 million next next season, well, in the summer, you know, and uh, and bringing in four or five real quality players. But I don't think it's going to happen, I think, you know. Did you go for Joe Kanovic and pay him two million a year? Again, you know, if I, I would do it if we had... If we had uh, a deeper squad, if we had—I I don't want to say—but if we had a better squad, a squad that was more challenging in the top half of the league, I would get Joe Kanavich in all day long, yeah. um, or Chris Hughes, you know, and, and try and push us over that last step. But I, I think we need a, a, a rebuild. I think you know, we have got some good players, uh, but we need—we need a lot more experience to supplement them. So, um, yeah, I would, like I said, like I said earlier. I oh, would not Want to be choosing The next manager No way It's <laughs> a no win situation yeah.
2: Definitely Alright how do you feel Dan What's your thoughts Again I think It just it, I think everyone Would be so happy If it was Chris Hewton Or Jukanovic But again the Because It's sort of like When I see the next Blues manager odds And then I see them Two in there I think why would You do it to us Why would yeah. you even Give it Put it in our minds That that will happen and then we, whoever we end up with then, it's like... I think I, w- I would love the board to do all they can to get either one of them. But obviously, I just don't think we've got the backup lot with the squad and everything there that will get someone like Chris Hutton in. Because, as he said, he was waiting for a Premier League job. I don't think he'll stick around in the Championship too long anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'd be worried that he'd be leaving again. Yeah. Uh, so it's, t- it's a hard
1: one. I mean, I can't be the only one that's panicking. Come the start of next season, when that announcement goes, we'll be to welcome our new manager, Dong. I mean, am I the only one <laughs> thinking that? I've got it's <laughs> in my head. He's got, he's <laughs> definitely thinking about it. You yeah. must me. I want to think about. It. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I think We have got to weigh up expectations versus reality, and in reality. He's had a good like 15 hours on Football Manager. He's probably got a save. And I could see that being his idea. But yeah, like, right, I've, saved, I've saved 20 grand. Here we go. I'll do
2: it. I'll have a crash. I just need to get an editor so I can get myself 100 million. That, well, let's be honest. He probably would, he, we probably would have a bigger budget if he didn't spend that many millions on sacking Managers. Yeah. So... <laughs> maybe it would saved a bit of money if he kept himself in the job
1: yeah I, I would not like to see the amount of payments we've made for ending contracts early it would be it must be ridiculous oh, absolutely hmm. I mean what's well, how many managers are we on now since uh, TTA took over is this our 6th
2: 7th 6th I think
1: yeah yeah I think does that include Lee
2: Carsley? He was in charge for about one or two games, wasn't he, as well? We'll give it Carsley. You can put that on his CV. I yeah. like to think one, game <laughs> because I don't like to think of the sixth one against Toledo, so. sir. Yeah. Uh, the joys, ain't it, being a Blues fan?
1: <laughs> really, you really have to keep right on. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just banging your head against the wall. You what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, where, where do we go it's the joys i mean we could talk about this for hours because it's just there's just so much there so uh, we could go through the history of the last since tta took over and we'd be here till next week and we'd what still, would you want to do it to yourself i know yeah it's I hardly do that when i feel like feeling a bit down just think uh, read really wikipedia <laughs> uh, yeah i mean well i think we've gone through a lot of subjects Everything. This will be, if anyone's got any questions, drop them us on Twitter. If they want to hear us talk about anything else next week, just let us know, and we can go from there. Okay. Right.
2: Sports so, cool. Social Podcast Network.
1: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.